Josh and Jay back with you with the America is Blue podcast here to break down some Chelsea Football Club action. Last night they were in Chapel Hill, Jay, putting five past lowly Wrexham, few uh, leagues below us, financed by the great Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney. But uh, nonetheless, great to see the boys out there putting a few past the keeper and getting the preseason off to a good start. Yeah, man, it was, uh, I think this is more of, it was just good to see us out there again. And the more we get to see our boys and we more, we get to see the identity of this team grow, the quicker we can forget what we just went through last (laughs) year. Um, So yeah, man, it was great to see them back out there in live action. It was good to see a lot of these young guys hit the field and see what they can bring to the table. So I'm sure we're going to dive into that quite deep. Um, Good to see what Pochettino's bringing to the table as well. So all in all, a very successful evening. Yeah, man. So 10 debutants last night. Unbelievable. I, I think like when you look at that, it just definitely reinforces the fact that this is a huge period of transition. So many new faces, tons of <laughs> tons of moving parts. And when you got 10 guys making their debut for the club on you know the same night, that's crazy. Usually you'd expect, you know, four, five, you know, if you assign a couple of guys, you bring in a, a, an academy guy or something like that. But Man, 10 is just unbelievable. And, um, you know, of the debutantes last night, uh, obviously, Andre Santos was the guy that we wanted to see the most. And I was really looking forward to seeing how he looked out there physically, just how he shows up on the TV screen. And he looks the part, man, without a doubt. And, you know, granted, we, we understand that we're playing uh, a Wrexham side that's that's not exactly fully loaded in a, a true measuring stick. But man, that guy showed that he belongs, at least to me, and he passed the initial eye test from what I saw. Yeah, and listen, I'm glad that you just put things in perspective because I've been seeing and reading quite a bit of people being like, Chelsea, we're back, top five. I'm like, well, all right, let's pump the brakes here for a minute and realize who we were going up against. I mean, (laughs) Ben Foster is the only person on the squad with Premier League experience. And And when he was in the Premier League, he wasn't that good to begin with. So... Um, everything has to be put in perspective, but yeah, um, I mean, we'll go into the individuals and some of the, and some of the performances, but broader picture, it's just, it's nice to see that as we've been, you know, seeing these transactions come in where we're dropping 15 million, we're dropping 20 million, we're getting a free transfer. And these young kids who are 18 years old, 19 years old, 17 years old, um, it's nice to see that we're looking to build this thing organically and not just go out there and do a $600 million double transfer window and bring in big names. Like there has to be a future and we have to groom these guys and we have to build them. Number one, it's good for us financially. Cause even if somebody's not going to get good enough to break into our squad, then they will be sellable somewhere else. Um, so yeah, I mean, there were a lot of guys that we can jump into showed a lot of talent, a lot of potential and that are super exciting. And some of which I think might be ready to join the club this year and actually make an impact. Well, there's there's a lot of good competition going on, but I I, I want to hear your thoughts on Santos, honestly, because I was I was really waiting for that guy. Uh, took up some some very interesting positions on the pitch. Obviously, physically looks the part. I really liked uh, you know what I saw from him, and uh, hopefully he he can he can build on that. He's obviously he's got his work permits now. He's ready to join the squad full time. I mean, we wanted him last year. But, uh, you know, could he couldn't get the work permits and all that other stuff worked out. But he's here now, and I hope that he's a true, true building block for us moving forward. I'm just going to lump the two together. You know, between Andre Santos and Cesare Casade, 
um, playing in that double pivot, I was super impressed with both of them. And they're different players. Like you could see that Andre Santos Definitely. has a little bit, a little bit more flair. Um, Cassidy's a little, you know, he's a bigger guy. He's really strong on the ball. I saw passes that these guys were trying to lace in there, and a lot of which were landing. That just shows these guys have tremendous vision. Uh, Santos was playing a little bit deeper. It allowed Cassidy to move forward and be a little bit more aggressive and part of the attack. But honestly, I think Santos could play that role also. So for both of those young guys, I was super impressed. I thought they both played amazingly well. Um, and those are two of the guys who were saying, listen, the midfield you know, feels a little bit light. Once we put these guys up in the preseason against better competition, we get, you know, you're going to see them you know, live uh, in, in Philly against Brighton. That'll be a nice litmus test. And I want to see if these guys can pull off that same type of performance when they're under a lot more pressure and guys are closing down on them quicker, more physical, they're faster, better athletes. Uh, but if these guys can progress, I'm pumped about both of those dudes. They played great. No, it, it was awesome. And I I feel like I, we got to pivot a little bit here because shame on me for, for not going here first. But, I mean, Ian Matson really was unbelievable getting a brace in the first half from left back. And I had to be honest, I had to do a little bit more research. I did not realize, shame on me, that he was playing at Burnley under under Vincent Company. I did not realize that he was a the, part of the championship team of the season as the, as the left back. He was the Burnley player of the season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, un, unbelievable. And he, he played great. And when you have a kid like that, a, you know, a total Dutch player was 19 uh, again, like looks fantastic. I mean, we obviously there's Ben Chilwell is not going anywhere. Chile is, is fantastic. Mark Kukurea feels like he's almost got somebody else nipping at his heels now. And I don't want to say that he's, you know, spare parts, but I mean, if, if you wanted to move on from a Mark Kukurea and, and just, you know, recoup whatever we can in the losses and, and sell him off, you got a kid like that behind him. That doesn't make me feel too bad at, at all. I mean, he, he really showed that he could play. The two goals obviously stand out on the score sheet, right? Like that's obviously going to take a lot of the, a lot of the limelight. <clears throat> He's a fullback yep. that was playing left wing last night. And I, I'm going to contradict myself because when we spoke the other day, I'm like, yeah, we got these jack of all trades guys, these utility guys who can mm-hmm. play all over the field. Like we don't need to necessarily invest in them. Like we need guys who can really lock down our specialists and experts at their positions. But now we look at this kid who <clears> is young, <throat> is super talented. I mean, what do we do with him now? He could He can certainly be cover at left back. It looks like if we have struggles on the left wing, he can perform there because he was great. His movement was great. He was playing great off the ball. His finishing was obviously superb last night. Um, that was a super impressive performance from him. And yeah, to have the versatility to know that you can have somebody who can play up on the wing and also drop back into that slot. Fantastic chess piece. So I don't yeah, think he's going to be mean, starting over P- anybody. Potch is, known, Potch is known for developing the fullbacks. Yep. He, you know, he's he did it at, at Spurs, uh, you know, Kyle Walker and all that. Um, he's got a got a track record of really getting the most out of these guys. So he he's in a really good situation. Uh, and, you know, ho- I hope that that he stays. I hope that he's one of the I want to see, you know, more of him now, especially as we move forward in the, um, uh, you know, just in, in, in the preseason in general. L- looking forward to, to seeing uh, more out of him. So good on him. Um, you know, we you, know, you talked about Cesare Cassidy. 
And we also got to talk about, I was a little disappointed in uh, Moreira. I, I didn't see very much out of him. Granted, you know, making your debut, he's also a young kid, but you know, he, he didn't, he didn't show too much in this game. I'm sure he's fantastically talented. Um, but uh, Angelo was showing some moments too, man. That guy looks <laughs> like he knows what he's doing. That's he, he seemed to he seemed to be very comfortable out there, and he had that perfect, perfect, perfect ball into Raheem Sterling that should have been buried. I mean, that thing was on a silver platter. But uh, yeah, that kid's got some got the knack, man, for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna blow through a little bit of this because. Um, there's all there's, there's almost too many guys to talk about that put up good performances. I thought Bashir Humphreys looked really solid and cool, calm, collected in the back. I forgot that he actually got Played to start 90. with this last year. Um, yeah. Trevor Chalaba, I thought he looked he looked really good. You know, it, it made me feel a little bit more confident or at least more open minded to whether we actually need to commit capital to another center back or whether he could actually fill that substitute role with Tiago Silva. I thought Malo Gusto looked super professional out there as I a like backup that. for Reese James. I thought he looked really competent and solid. Um, you know, I will dig in with Nicholas Jackson. I thought he played great. That Oof, made me a lot more excited like about what we're doing up top. And Cuckoo looked good. Um, I agree with your sentiments on Diego Moreira and uh, and Angelo. My biggest concern. I'm going to say, I, and I just flew through that because I want to go to my one negative. My one negative was Raheem Sterling. Very disappointing. I am, I am um, I'm getting more and more concerned with him because I know he's a good guy. I know he's good in the locker room. I know he's a leader, and he's obviously a talented player. He gives the ball up constantly. He gets yep. rubbed off the ball constantly. He got worked by people last night from Wrexham, and we saw it all last year where, again, you give him that ball, he's getting pickpocketed left and right, or a little bit of physicality just throws him right off his game plan, and he doesn't know how to counter that. So I'm a little bit concerned about what role he's going to play and whether he's going to continue to hold his starting spot because I just saw more of the same last night from what we saw last year, and I'm not sure that's the answer. Yeah, agreed. And you know what? I'm I'm, I'm root because I'm rooting for him. They, they said that you know he didn't he didn't complain once. Granted, he's making a ton of money. He's making like three hundred k a week, something insane. Um, but you know, apparently, he, like we talked about it before, he's been been training, been super diligent, like really trying to take his you know training to the highest possible levels. But uh, yeah, that was not a shift that he put in last night. I actually thought when we came out in the second half, I was like, wow, okay, got a few more first team guys out here. We got Chile now. You got Sterling out there bringing it in Cuckoo. It was like, maybe we can expect, you know, a, a little something extra. And yeah, Raheem was an extreme letdown. I would have thought that he would have, he would have been a man possessed. And, uh, you know, a guy like him, man, you got to finish balls that are just handed to you. He couldn't have thrown it and placed it on his head any better. So uh, we, 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 we need more out of him for sure. I definitely agree with those sentiments. And, you know, I, I remember him in his Liverpool days when he was, you know, starting his ascension. You go to City and you're playing in that juggernaut. I can't I can't recall many moments with City where he was doing something dynamic on his own. It felt like a lot of just system production. Always just, you know, pace on the back post and just being able to bang one in <laughs> because there was so much attention directed toward other players. Um, 
I don't know what he does well. Are you saying that Raheem Sterling's are like Texas Tech quarterback numbers? Just like throw it kinda, 75 yeah. times a game? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's actually the perfect analogy for that. Um, yeah, his city stats are just – I don't think it's indicative of the player. And is he, is he that strong with the ball between his legs? Does he Does he do have creative passes? Is he working guys on the wing, getting to the line, hitting beautiful crosses across to create opportunities for other people? Is he a tremendous finisher? Besides being able to – I guess be quick without the ball. I'm not sure what he excels at, but he's obviously a good player. So I don't know. I, I definitely want to see more from him now that there's more talent around him. The mindset with the club is better. Um, but that was disappointing. That was a letdown for me. Everybody else I it, thought was great. It certainly was, you know, w- without a doubt. But and Kunku with the with the nice finish. Your boy Connor Gallagher, uh, you know, bagging a goal from from far out, and then you know Chile. Uh, Lacing one in for the at the last the last dash the last kick of the game was a a Ben Chilwell goal. But uh, look, there, there's some positive things to take away here. Obviously, you know Raheem was a, was a notable disappointment, unfortunately. But a lot of youth, a lot of things to be excited about. Uh, I got to be honest with you. Now I have a couple of different guys in a different mindset heading down to see them play Brighton uh, in in Philly on Saturday. I definitely want to see Andre Santos. I definitely want to – I hope Enzo Fernandez gets out there. And uh, Reese James is going to be on a plane joining the boys soon. So, uh, you know, he's 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 going to be getting back into training. It might be a little too late to see him on Saturday, but a guy can hold out some hope that we get to see number 24 get a quick run out maybe in the second half. Love to see yeah. him. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm – Full disclosure, I'm jealous that I can't go see them live. That said, um, this is going to be the first real live action. Brighton is not a fuck around team. They're really good. They're going to be even further well drilled. There hasn't been a lot of change within that. I mean, they lost Alexis McAllister. There's whatever's going on with Caicedo. I don't know if they're going to throw him out there, given everything that's going on behind closed doors. But this is a team that knows how to play together, is young, is talented, these are the things that I'm looking forward to because we need to see how these young guys can progress and how they can, what their impact on the game is going to be when they're going up against Premier League caliber athletes. Oh yeah, man. Um, I mean, we it, shall it, see. It, it it really does start for us tomorrow, man. We we gotta we gotta get something out of this. So, um, look, man, we'll uh, we'll do a review a review after that. But uh, you know, in the meantime, man, great to hop back on with you. Have a little chat about our boys in blue. Thank you, everyone, for uh, the likes, the follows. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a like. Leave us a comment. We will get back to you. We appreciate the feedback and support. Until then, we'll talk to you soon, and America is blue.